This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 237 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host, and for sure not an AI, trying to learn about humans, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me is another human, Alex Arona. Beep boop. I mean, hello, Internet. What is up? Very well said. Next, we have sentient being Joel DeWitt. There is nothing that can stop us from enjoying human food. Mm. I do eat the ice cream with extra bites. I mean sprinkles. Last week, their person, Alec Parks. Why are you guys acting so strange this week? Well, stranger than normal. We will only do two dances. We will only do one dance, the robot and, and the robo boogie. I am not acting strange, 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 strange. We are here to increase human enjoyment by 30% and ensure that ear holes are pleased with our noises. <laughs> That's skirting a line there. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> all right. I, I mean, we make, we, we've already been making all sorts of noises here. Yeah, weird, weird robot noises. I don't know. I keep seeing more and more commercials for AI, and it's it's not great. Um, there's some great, not great news about it too. But yeah, not not a huge not, not a huge fan of what people are using AI for at this time, or or you know just the idea of it I, in I saw, general. I saw a comedian, and unfortunately I can't remember his name, but like the the joke, the gist of the joke was, you know, AI was supposed to remove all the menial tasks so we can focus on like art and human expression and the opposite's happening like, ai is taking art first yeah <laughs> it's supposed to just compose stupid responses to my emails and instead people are using it to create like full powerpoint presentations of nothing hmm. Ugh. I, I i recently saw not that this is as relevant but i recently saw like, one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels giving out uh, Easter, like the favorite Easter eggs of 2023, and apparently there's a hidden uh, hallway in that Jedi game that you played, Getty. What was it called? The Fallen Order. That was the first one. What was the second one? Survivor. Yeah, Jedi Survivor. Survivor. Apparently, if you go down the wrong hallway, you end up in a a room where they're painting a a, a sexy Jabba, and a bunch of robots are learning art while painting a sexy Jabba. Hey, man. It was a galaxy far, far away. I mean, robots, robots need love to too. Learn to love. And honestly, I think Jabba is a sex symbol in the Star Wars universe. If you've seen him, he just lays there, like super confident, letting it all hang out, flopping that tail. Yeah. Oh, 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 He's oh, always oh. like his tongue is like ah, like sliding back and forth. That tail. 
Rajanabara, Wookie Nipple Pinchy. <laughs> oh, I need to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I guess we can <clears throat> move on to actual podcast stuff. This week we flash back in early adopters. We finally integrate with the news, if you know what I mean. And then we end the episode with more Baldur's Gate 3. Ha 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 ha. USB or insertion. whatever you guys put in here. I don't know if we're going to talk about either of those games. Whatever. This is just a Baldur's Gate 3 podcast. Yeah, now. this is just bald. That's all we talk about now. Because we're going to move on to early adopters. Where we play Have you alpha- sexed up the bear yet? Where we play alphas, betas, and games that taste like when I was a young boy at the arcade. Stale I like to popcorn. imagine that they taste like... Sp- you said stale popcorn? Stale popcorn and flat soda. Oh, see, to me, they I always imagine they tasted like Smarties. Ooh. Nah, he's being a dum-dum. Candy jokes! <laughs> These are the jokes, Alex. Don't forget to laugh. <laughs> Speaking of dum-dums, what was your favorite flavor? Uh, sour apple? Really? I think cream soda was mine. Mine was the mystery flavor. No, Alec. Yeah. Do you you know how they make the mystery flavor? (laughs) Isn't it just just, everything that's left over? Kind of. So instead of cleaning the machines out when they're changing flavors, they just push the new flavor in. And so it's that in-between flavor Mm. that's a mixture of the previous and the next flavors. It's a freak of nature that shouldn't exist. Mm. Much like me wow, wow. The, it's, it's over there the, your dum-dum is saying kill me <laughs> sins against god all right enough candy jokes on to video games this week we played just two games both of them relatively short one of them so short that i don't have too much to say on it but you're all familiar with the pac-man well, we played some Paku Paku, which is 2D Pac-Man. And you might think to yourself, what do you mean it's 2D? Well, imagine... I consider it 1D. Is it 1D? Yeah. I mean, you go in 2Ds. Left and right. Yeah. I suppose. Two, two directional. Do you mean like one bit? Is that maybe what you were thinking? No, I mean like two, di- two dimensions is X and Y axis. You've only got the x-axis. Movement-wise, that makes sense. I'm thinking, though, like, the the game isn't just the row. There's also the high store and the uh, exterior <laughs> menu stuff. So I I don't know. I, I dispute that on technicality. So imagine, if you will, you are Pac-Man. Pac-Man? And you can go left or right. And those are the only okay. two directions you can go. Hallway. There is one ghost that exists, and there is one power pellet, like the superpower pellet, and then a bunch of little pellets. And your goal is to outmaneuver the ghost by going left and right, and just trying to get a high score. There's there's no fancy bells or whistles. This is just straight up Pac-Man in one row. And it's like in the the, the hallway wraps around. So if you go all the way left, you come out to the right. Regular Pac-Man rules apply. Yep. And also that uh, that guy uh, is a little faster than you. Yes. They and I know they are just a little bit faster than you. 
I noticed that the game does tend to know right when it's going to come out of the scared ghost form. Because, mm-hmm. man, I have... <laughs> it got me so many times. I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Nope. <laughs> Can't get greedy. You got to be safe. Yeah. The the ghost also doesn't follow you all the way across to the... Uh, the screen when you do uh, side screens, uh, it'll start gravitating back towards the center. Once it sees you jumping from the left end mm-hmm. and jumping back into the right end. Uh, so there is also this sort of kiting. You have to do it with the dose a little bit too, if you want to keep the, your run going. So everybody wrote down their high scores, right? I did. I did not. I also didn't. I think it was like 1,000-something. Uh, yeah, I got 1,150. Uh, 1, I got to level 10. There were levels? Yeah, I was not yeah, every time, of the levels. Every time you cleared the power, the whole, it's all the pellets, level. it's oh. another level. Yeah. And it was under your score. It was like it X1. It did get faster. I yeah. do know it got faster. Yep. Guys, this is Pac-Man. In the arcade, when you play Pac-Man, it gets faster every single time. No, I was I was trying to say that it follows the same logic. I didn't survive long enough to notice the speed change. Really? In that game? Oh yeah. I, I think it happens by the third, third screen, in Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. You start to notice that the power pellets don't last as long, and that the ghosts are just a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah but those the power pellets don't the hit. The Ninja Turtles cabinet's right over there, so it. Yeah, know, I figured you attention so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, those power pellets, though, you know, you need more. To get the same. First Sometimes free. you you want to get the most out of your quarter, and trying to play the Ninja Turtles arcade game is not conducive a, to it. Yeah, that's a wrong. That's a that's a bad choice. There is back in my day. No, I I don't. It's a multi-quarter game. Longevity. We okay. call that putting your quarter up. And then Alex is the kind of guy that glues the quarter to the cabinet, and he's like, "That one's mine." So he's always got. That cabinet. I don't know. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah, my brother told me that's how you. That's how you know you put your quarter up. Yep. So everybody had a good experience with Paku Paku. Oh, it was great. I liked it. I thought that's a very clever idea to take something like you always hear like, okay, what if we take this game and add this thing, which we do see a lot. Uh, here is what if we take this game and then we take away stuff. Yeah, it's like distilling the formula, right? Yeah. I mean, like it's like one power pellet, one ghost, no limit. Final destination. It's, it's, final, it's final destination. <laughs> I was like, it's final destination. It's P- of, of Pac-Man Pac- in its purest form. Right? That's good, yeah. All right, now that we've uh, distilled it, we have this tonic that we can drink. Paku Paku, go play it. It's a Flash game. Next up, everybody oh is on the Steamboat Willie kick. Oh, boy. And I was like, well, let's just pull off the Band-Aid and play a game <laughs> with this IP in it so that we never have to cover it again. You know, I, that's not going to be the first. It won't be it's the first, not the last, the last one. But I figured the sooner we get it out of the way, maybe it'll lose some of its uh, people will realize Luster. that they don't yeah. need to do it. Either way, yeah, we played like exposure therapy. Yeah, Just smoke so, those cigarettes so that you don't <laughs> smoke anymore. We played. We played Mousaker. 
I subjected everyone to Mousaker. <laughs> this is definitely that, like, hey, what if we made Steamboat Willie dark and weird? And, like, he's a serial I, killer. I don't know about dark, though. That's the weird thing. He's a serial killer, and that music is unhinged. Uh, but yeah. he's collecting And when he starts like, running, gems, he just gets a big like, grin with a knife. of gems. You're too busy bouncing he, around everywhere to notice his expression. Yeah, this is, he's yeah he is horrifying, though. If you look at it, he's frightening. I, it's really fast-paced, too. So. Um, this is becoming kind of more of like a genre now. Yeah. Is the idea of like um, um, it was based off of the first like the first game to really do this kind of like high speed rush through levels outside of like Sonic is um the WarioWare, or the War- Wario Land games. Yeah. Um, there was one that came out last year called Pizza Tower. Um, that was uh very good, and the idea is to like. You go through a level, and then the end, the once once you get to the end of it, you have to rush through it backwards, but at uh, high speeds while being chased. And uh, this uh, this in this game, it does rely on like even the boss. It's just you just gotta bolt and go through the challenges as fast as you can while he's trying to kill you. Which is is that supposed to be Walt Disney's head? I yes, don't know is. that you can say Walt Disney. It okay, distinctly it's a looks a like mustache. a Steamboat <laughs> Willie's original creator. There we go. Well, hold on. How about this? It's it's the original creator with a Michael Jordan mustache. Michael Jordan '90s Haynes ad mustache. I don't think you realize, but that gentleman always had this mustache. You should be terrified. I'm gonna Google Michael Jordan in his prime, and I'm he did not have that in no, Space Jam. Michael Michael Jordan didn't. The other guy. Oh yeah, that I knew, but I'm talking about. I'm trying to. I was trying to say it the nice way, which is the Michael Jordan mustache, the Charlie Chaplin. Oh, dude's got red eyes too. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it's it's fright. Oh, you're looking at it now. Yeah, yeah it's it's. Yeah. Mousaker is weird, and he's killing police officers, which is also weird. And, all, and and pigs. All the police officers are pigs. No, there's snakes. Good. They're not police officers, are they? Yeah, they have I guns. Think- they got a little hat. They're, they're so hat. small, it's tough to see. Yeah. But they got a little hat. I I do have a complaint. Okay. Um, yes. So in the description of this game, I gave uh, it too much credit when they said, Mousetrap finally breaks out and goes on a rampage to steal color by any means necessary. Okay. Okay. I was hoping or expecting that as you played through the level, you would maybe see the color drain out from things. And... Uh, no, they're talking about collecting the orbs that you mm-hmm. go around to. And and a lot yeah. of the stuff really besides the orbs are a lot of shades of gray and brown anyway. So Yeah. There's a moral to this story. What's the moral? Run fast. Oh yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Run fast, smoke grass. Uh didn't say that, but <laughs> Steve Boat Willie. <laughs> So that boss, the boss fight, Kachow. Kachow. the boss uh-huh. fight was kind of entertaining yeah. because it's not really a fight. What you're doing is you're just trying to run through and use the environment to hide from the boss while he shoots ice crystals at you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that did happen. Uh, which I think I like that better than the normal, like, uh, learn the boss's routine and try and stab him a bunch of times kind of fights that that we have come to rely on in many many games alec is undergoing that punishment right now 
just a little bit. Make sure. No, actually, yeah, I'm I'm on the back half. What are we referring to? The messenger. Oh. (laughs) Learn those patterns stuff, and then stabby stab, and then stabby stab, and dodge. A lot of dodging. Um. Yeah. Anybody have any other mouse-related comments that they want to make? Well, we all took screenshots of our time, high, high right? High scores, right? Yeah. I think so. I can't remember what it was. Let's see. I, I went for time. Yeah, I think mine was like six minutes. Oh, man. I was ten. Yeah, I didn't drop my score significantly. Like, I, it cut my score in half. I was at 30,000, and all of a sudden I was at like 14. Dang. What about you guys? I didn't save it. The only one that takes this serious. I guess. Yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> I, I figured the time was more important than the score. Well, I think the more, the higher the time, the, the lower it scores you. Yeah. Like it cuts your score, like I said, in half. Do, do we need to, like, to set a general rule that if we're playing a game with a score system that we need to write down our high score? No. It's always been a common thread. This is the first time that you guys have never done it. You don't have to do that. There, there's no <laughs> point in it. Half the time, of course, we there even, is. It's for the time we don't even play the we, games or we finish show up them. conversation sometimes, and I'm, I feel like the kid that didn't bring their homework. No, here's here's what usually even happens. Alex said it's for internet points. I I play everything to completion. Come to the podcast, look like a clown because I did, and then everybody else is like, "Oh, I didn't realize you could do that." Yeah. So the the one time <laughs> yeah, I decided not to do it, we could, for anything, there's one thing that we can always <laughs> rely on you. It's to fin- to get to completion. Yep. But only oh, while you're watching okay. me, Alex. Oh. Otherwise, oh. I, I can't get oh. there. Speaking of which, you want to come over swear. and watch me play? What? <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to swear, so. <laughs> well, fine then. All right. Pack it up, Pac-Man. Let's take a short break. Hey news. There's nothing silent about these hills when you and me are together. Ooh! That's my hole! It's shaped like me! It's my hole! <laughs> I get that one. I get that one. Is that a reference? It, yes, it's a Junji Ito reference. <laughs> a very weird horror guy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was good. That was good, Elk. I just wanted to say that it... It looks like it's really going to happen. Silent Hill 2 remake coming this year. And that's how as I well as. that's how I wanted to frame this opening. I guess we can have Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta. I thought it was just Metal Gear Solid Delta. Is it 3 Delta? Uh maybe it is just Delta. You could be right. I think it's just Delta. Well, either way, got some uh remakes in the works for games that were hot 
back in the day. Can they hold up to the original? Only one it's way weird. to find out. It, I mean, it's weird that remakes, like, ga- people are remaking their games. Mm-hmm. Some that's of so, them have been really good. That's so strange. Who does that? I, Everything old everybody. is new again. Also, Last of Us uh, Last of Us 2 remake is, or remaster is out this year. Isn't it out, like, in two weeks or something like that? In a week? Yep. It's out now. Getty, By the time this you know comes gonna, out. Do you know what also is going to be new in that? Uh, well, looks like Alex has Last of Us 2 remastered, now with a guitar mode. Guitar yep. mode. It, it, but no, it'll include the composer as a playable character to play the guitar. You know, I saw some of the stuff that they said was going to be new in it, and I would be remiss if I did not say that I'm intrigued for some of the other content some of the stuff that wasn't in the original there's supposed to be more to what's going on in the town uh, leading up to the actual adventure so daddy you've played this game by a show of hands who else has played this game <laughs> yes i'm the only person that played last of us 2 should i and play it, this game did you play the first one i did yeah yeah we played it for the podcast what am yep. i talking about it is a very good game you're gonna feel like the worst you've ever felt in your life while playing a game mm-hmm. but it's a really good game the ah. it goes places and you're it goes places where you're like please don't make me do this and then you do it sure oh. yeah I, i've i've got the ps4 copy I, I forget how i got it but it was dirt cheap somewhere i think uh but I see that they'll let you upgrade it to the um, yep. remaster now if you just plops ten dollars you know on the table. So it, oh, for the bad. for the extra content that you'll get, and you have a PlayStation Five, yeah, it's kind of worth it to spend the ten dollars to get more. In yeah, this that, case. It, it seems reasonable, and especially if you want something to you know leverage the the hardware that it's on more. You know. Also, I think it was like they just had like the Christmas sale, and it was, I think I got it for, at one point like for like twenty bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you can upgrade it. That's what we're talking about, being able to upgrade. No, what I'm it. saying is, I think that the PS5 version was still also very cheap. Okay. Or no, wait, that's the remake. That's the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll just be there. So that's not. E- it's the PS5 either version. way, I recommend The Last of Us Two. It was really, really good, but once again, you're not gonna feel good playing it. <laughs> I went to some dark, that's what I've been, that's what some I've been dark for, places. That, like, I've been debating like when I want to feel like crap. <laughs> but it's not like the first one. You know how it, the first one really struck some emotional chords. It really made you think, and uh, the the characters and the story that it tells they really bond. Mm-hmm. Same kind of stuff happens in this one, but it's much darker. Okay. Yeah, just keep Joel, it, let me know. Just keep an open mind. Joel, let me know and I'll do it with you. I'm going to do it. No, tell me when. Well, when does it come out? I I swear. It's it's very is, soon. Is it right there? <laughs> it's it's happening right now. No, I don't know. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, next week, which this came out. Oh, so it's next week. 
Yeah, I'll die. Yeah, then. so by the time this yep. airs, you might already be playing it. Possibly. Okay. I'm into it. Man. I mean, if only our PS5 controllers would have a longer battery. I mean, I don't know what you guys are complaining about. I have that what? orange thing that has a very long battery life, so... Oh, new PlayStation 5 controller with 12-hour battery life leaked by retailer. You know what's weird about this? That, that they advertise it? Well, that too, but... <laughs> when when are you so far away from your system that you can't charge it? Okay, so so here's here's the deal, okay? Okay. Um, and I, I'm and lazy, I have a, I have a secondary, I have a and I well. put my controller down and don't put it back on the charger when I'm done. So then it sits there, and by the time I'm ready to play a game again, well, the controller is blinking dead, and uh, my my charging cord is like a foot long. So I, I'd have to be what? like that kid sitting on the floor <laughs> playing the game. Now, for me, uh, when I got the PS5, I also had a very small child, and the cable to charge off the PS5, the only one that – the port – that actually works to charge when the PS5 is in sleep mode is on the back. So I have to have a cord that comes from the back of the PS5 wrapped around dangling, waiting for a small child to grab it and pull. So, Alex, do you want to hear about why I just realized we're idiots? Can I show you something? We could have. Random USB-C that is plugged into the wall here. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh! (laughs) Oh my! That's, that's dad. Noise. Oh, it's charging. <laughs> no, no, that needs to be a soundboard noise. <laughs> okay, we got a clean read from it, so I, I can do that. Oh. But at the same time, we all had a lot of fun here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I uh, don't appreciate that. <laughs> like we all, we all have fun jokes here. We all like to have a laugh. Alex I is gonna punch that, me in the that face. That feels next time like I an HR him. violation. <laughs> You know what else is an HR violation? What's that? Dead by Daylight bringing Alan Wake. Are you not... Does this not convince you? Dude, I don't play Dead by Daylight. No, I'm good. Would you? No. No? He doesn't like to play with with friends. No, that's exactly correct. (laughs) (laughs) This is almost the most egregious crossover in this news story. What that Tekken 8 gets gets the story read by Brian Cox... No, that's amazing. Now, okay, Brian Cox <laughs> is amazing as an actor. He is... He's a national treasure. feels like he was... I believe he was Macbeth at some point. He is Shakespearean. And to have him read, what the hell is a devil gene? And then explain <laughs> the history of Tekken. Phenomenal. Now, give me a celebrity that you would like to hear read in, in a serious manner the story of because i think brian cranston explaining to me the plot of final fantasy 8 would be amazing that's pretty good what do you guys got anything i wish i had more prep time to think about this i want to see who who i'd want to narrate and then what game um he doesn't have to narrate he's in a recap because if you read that Tekken, if you listen to Brian Cox telling you about Tekken, you, by the end, are like, okay, I think I'm ready to play Tekken 8. How about uh, Nick Offerman 
Okay. And okay. he would narrate the Metal Gear Solid story. Which one? Yes. Okay. Well, so it would be Nick, Nick Offerman doing forty-five minutes of just reading the the synopsis of all of every single Metal Gear Solid. He, game. he did an audiobook recording of uh, Yankee and Teen Arthur's Court. He can handle a forty-five minute video. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. I like Nick Offerman. I'm into it. See, I'd go for Bruce Campbell, but I don't know what video game series. And I I find it. I, I don't think he would take it serious. I don't want him to take it serious. I want him to be Bruce Campbell. What, what if it was him summarizing the Evil Dead video games that came out? <laughs> or, no, what if he did something... No, because he's not going to take it serious, we need to make sure he knows not to take it serious. So I want him to tell me the plot of... Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Sonic, the he- Sonic the Hedgehog of 2008. So then Sonic kisses a girl. A human girl. That's weird. Yeah, I want that. I want that. <laughs> Sonic 2008. Oh, man. I want Charlie Day to read something, because <laughs> okay. I know he'll do it in that insane manner that he does, but I don't know what I would want it to be. Metal Gear Solid. Okay. I I think Metal Gear Solid is the answer, because he would be like, For a lot there's, of this, yeah. there's, what is it, the nanomachines! There's nanomachines ever! This guy's made of nanomachines! That guy's made of nanomachines! <laughs> There's a vampire. No, you know what might be good? Someone doing Death Stranding. So that, then he goes oh. to talk to Die Hardman. And then... that that could oh. be Charlie Day then. Like <laughs> a, a little bit younger Tim Curry doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This is all fantastic. I mean, all right. this, this is a good Tim story. Curry no, narrating he... the uh, Command and Conquer series. <laughs> oh. Space. <laughs> There's individual clips that are floating around. It's not just that video where you can tell he's holding back laughter, but uh, that that's a legendary video. It was great. All right, Getty, that's not the crossover. Yeah, right. yeah, I know. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen in Final Fantasy fourteen. Lol. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so what's wrong? So. It's, just, it's real silly that they're putting Final Fantasy 16 stuff into Final Fantasy 14. It's just like another it's a snake eating its own tail. It's a lot of, it's like XVI and XIV. It's, it's just like a little dumb. That is pretty quick down the pipeline too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it the same? Well, the Yoshi P, or... I believe it's Yoshi P who does yeah, the yeah. Final Fantasy 14 stuff also yep. made 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yoshi that... P is kind of the new headlining for the franchise. Makes a little bit more sense that he'd want to do that. I push is it, it in. Is Yoshi P? Is, it, is that a girl or a boy? It's it's somebody. It's sure a person. I thought it was a dude. I could be wrong. But you know what I'm not wrong about? Unless somebody no. put the wrong information here. Pal World. Oh, that's uh, Naoki, Naoki Yoshida. Okay, yeah. That's uh, easy. Alright. Pal World goes early access on Xbox Game Pass January 19th. And Steam. And Steam. What is Pal World? Uh, isn't it just Pokemon with guns and yes. base building and survival? Like you, I can mean, get... all that matters is I saw a yellow Totoro who had a he had a um, a mini gun. You can get to a point where you're starving and you have to eat your pal. Yeah, you're starting right, to I'm, sell me on. <laughs> I'm a hard yeah. pass on this game. And how you get them to you? You know, it's just like Pokemon to catch them. You have to whittle them down, but you whittle them down with your AK-47 and dual Uzis. That's the game, Joel. And your Pokemon have the guns, too. You know, 
the thing is, <laughs> the more you talked about it, it sounds really wrong. But but then Alex yeah. talks about the fun part of it. Like, you know what what Faustian Barda do I want to take to place? What's funnier is that if you watch the trailer, you're like, that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that's that's okay. That that's it. That's the thing. So it's it's pretty good. It's, it's it's what it says on the tin. Yep. I'm very interested. All right. Maybe we'll make if we have time we'll do a uh, beta breakdown. We're down to the last few here. Awesome games done quick. 2024 starts this weekend. Or if this is the audio version of the podcast, it started last weekend. Or yesterday. Woo-hoo. Or yeah, I guess if it's the audio This goes up on Mondays now. Who knows when it goes up? Are you listening to it after it goes up? I do. It's Mondays now. What's our streaming schedule look like? Don't answer that. It's up there, too. It's updated. Alex, it's updated. Alex, we want to plug your... stuff now. We can plug stuff now. Alex, this is What's your headline. Story? You said you wanted this one. Yeah. This is it. yours. Go ahead. Uh, notable YouTuber... YouTuber dad youtuber since like the real early days matt pat of game theorist is uh officially retiring from uh game theory move move uh, movie theory uh style theory and food theory so he has four different channels that comprise the the theorist network uh and he is retiring from them all and it's very sad uh but you know he from what i understand he works 18 hours like he says it's pretty much is done at two and starts work at six like two and like six in the morning till two in the in the evening yeah in the middle of the night and he just uh keeps working and he's got a five-year-old now uh so and, and, and it's hit like his wife is part of the company as well so she's also working those hours so they say they like they really don't have a whole lot of time to sleep or do really anything so it's good for them i'm glad they're retiring it's just sad because he's done a lot of good like he's a very positive presence in the youtube space you know you see like a lot of youtubers now and you're like oh i like this guy and the next thing you know they're canceled because it turns out they're a horrible person yep and uh matt pat was never that so he was always a very always a clear conscience and and always kind of like he was always an innocent so like things would come up and then he would be like i don't even know what this thing what it is and then it turns out it was like a funny sex thing but he's just like com- completely innocent of it all he was just like no i don't i don't know what you're talking about okay so he was just, he was just like an overall well-rounded kind of pure guy who ended up uh, doing very well for himself at least in the, the theorist community and his starting a community of that kind of stuff doing ERGs. Uh, supposedly, like what's funnier is that a lot of people are like, oh, he's gonna retire and take some time for himself, and then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm starting this ARG and I'm gonna make an ARG like a hidden lore video game and I'm gonna make an and I'm doing all this other stuff and it's like, oh, you're not even taking a break, man. You gotta take a break. He's like, no, I just want to do more stuff. And it's like, oh, that's, oof. <laughs> so, but, I mean, hopefully there's time for him to actually enjoy life now and take a little break. So, it, it, he's done a lot, of, a lot of content. It really sounds like maybe it's just as much about wanting to branch out and follow other pursuits. So, it seems like he won't be going away as much as changing his focus. And won't be, like, in front of the camera as much. Um, he said he's got, like, nine more theories, which is, like, nine weeks of stuff. But, uh uh the thing is is that like yeah so you uh if you remember there was the you know the lo-fi girl channel and how they she kind of disappeared for christmas and then like turns out that was an arg that led to like her having a backstory and a character Mm -hmm. 
apparently MatPat's making that like that a thing as like a project mm. is that like it's a lo-fi music channel that will have hints and lore in it that you gotta find and go to this other website and do these codes and decipher clues it's like because that's what he likes to do he likes games that do that you know like Inscription had like days of that where people actually had to go and dig up cards and stuff right. in the real world just like he loves doing that stuff so he's gonna be making stuff for his channel to dissect and uh, that also includes like yeah, video games because like Five Nights at Freddy's is also all of that where there's just like so much content on the back end of just like looking in the web the, co- the website's code and then understanding like oh if you do this thing and break the break the the wall and go out of bounds in the game you'll do another thing it's just he wants to make that stuff now which is really cool for him so I will uh, miss his videos and I'll just I always watch them uh, you know even the ones that I've already seen just because it's like good background fodder Sans is Ness let's keep going all right but he's still around, so you won't really miss him too much, right? Uh, he'll be around, just he'll be less in the forefront in the future. But I have I have nine weeks to watch his stuff. Until Until he retires or until he deletes it all? Oh no, he's retiring. No, he's got four he's got hosts for each of his channels. They're gonna he said that he was I do not expect anybody to continue my schedule. So Instead of it being me for four channels, it's four people for four channels. Yeah. One of these days we'll retire. We will? Nope. Speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm work until I die. Yep, that's the plan. Really? I guess yep. I'll retire someday. Once I hit it big at the salt mines. Anyway... On to the best part of the podcast, the freebies. 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 Let's run through these like it's uh I'm stopping my train of thought right there. First one up. <laughs> mossy pixels over on Steam. You is this like a church thing? Is he singing church stuff? Next up, we have Teleforum. Uh, Pixels, <laughs> um, you have a picture, and you're trying to uncover it by moving your pointer finger and getting rid of uh, all of the like the moss over it to uncover a hidden picture. Ooh, dirty. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Teleforum over on Steam. Found footage-style horror game exploring the unknown side of media. You're visiting a widow's apartment to conduct an interview about her husband's death. But not. But that's not the main reason why you're here. It's all about the tape, isn't it? Uh, first person walking through, exploring, and going through found footage. That's very scary. Awesome. Next up, Blood Dome Classic over on Steam. Uh, this is a uh, Bullet Haven uh, Heaven arcade classic that started it all. Is that the genre? So this might be the first uh, Vampire Survivors. It looks to be like almost like the very first Vampire Survivors. Apparently, they're calling it Bullet Heaven as the genre. Mm. But uh, yep, it's a very it's a very early Vampire Survivors. Okay. Next up, Time Survivors Chapter Zero over on Steam. 
Uh, if you were if you're really interested in some more vampire survivors, <laughs> Time Survivors Chapter Zero, the heroes are based off of historical characters. Like who? Uh, Dota Nobunaga. Uh, you got uh, Tesla. Uh, you get all sorts of different historical uh, people, uh, Cleopatra, uh, all with different abilities and skills and skill trees, but essentially vampire survivors. Joel, did you already download this? I can confirm. Thank you. That it's downloaded and that you played it? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Yep. Next. Iron Guard Homecoming on MetaQuest. Uh, this is a mixed reality game where you open portals in your living room walls and uh, shoot all sorts of creatures and enemies. Endless waves of rogue terraformers whilst building and upgrading powerful turrets and def- defending your house. Slash castle. It says castle here. Parentheses house. I don't know how I feel about that, but last up, sail forth over on the Epic Game Store. Uh, sail a fleet of customizable ships across an ocean whose ancient depths have swallowed the key to the mysterious past. Befriend fish folk to expand your boat crews, skill trees to up to upgrade your ship, take up arms against petulant pirates, and chart a course <laughs> across an expansive watery world. Uh, this is like an open world, a little boat sailing that can end up going into pirate ships. Uh, it actually looks pretty good. Do it. Did you do Did it? Did you do it yet? <laughs> Thanks for being on the same wavelength. No shame here, but let's get this suspicious itch checked out in a break. Ooh. with the backlog blog where we play games about being a jerk hey joel hey what did you play this co-op style i did that's the best way to do it joel tell us about untitled goose game sure i i never i never heard like i i know it exists as a thing but i've never actually heard of anybody actually playing it co-op i did with lisa last year oh yeah you never mentioned it yeah i talked about it on the podcast yeah. So <laughs> I certainly did. Joel hit me. Hit me with a brand new information that Getty definitely did not bring to the table. <laughs> so Untitled Goose Game is uh, a meme personified that hit a craze during the year, but I also think it was something that was like a flash in the pan. Uh, I know I had my brief stint of fun with it, but I only got about halfway and decided, okay, I I've seen what I need to. I can I can move on. Oh, you've never beat I it. I never beat it. I, I got about halfway where I was just like I wasn't. It's got a real satisfying ending. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that now. <laughs> now. Uh, so they've got co-op mode, and uh, my younger son, this he gravitated to this game when it came out too, uh, because like most people, you want to be a real jerk and and haunt at everybody and steal the farmer's carrots and turn on the water spout or steal the pipe uh, from the man sitting there and reading his newspaper. Um, Getting a paint bucket on a burly man's head. 
I, yeah. I love that they call the dude a burly man. <laughs> he burly. Just, he just he just looks like you're kind of like middle aged, you know, hunched over physique kind of looking and all that. So, um, this game it gains so much by being a, a cooperative experience. Uh, one, just having two people to uh, coordinate things a lot better, like that that first area where you had the farmer. And like he's chasing you as you're trying to take things out to put onto the the uh, picnic area into the picnic, but right. yeah. And so like that one single player, it's it's doable, but it's also like you have to be real sneaky and uh, you know it'd be tough in some pieces. It turns into a party when you're with another person because mm-hmm. somebody can just be obnoxious while the other and <laughs> and block the farmer while the other one goes and has his pick of the the litter. Yeah. Um, I did find it. I I remember it feeling a little bit like very difficult to like time a lot of the stuff and to do it to, like by myself. Yeah, it's a stealth game if you do it solo, it really, because it's all yeah. about strategically using the cover and and other areas while grabbing what you need and running away. But there is just something satisfying about being the person that honks at everything. Mm-hmm. And spreading your wings and doing like the big flaps and then just honk, 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 honk. Being the big man on campus. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah, it's, we we had a lot of fun. You know, I'm not sure how much more there is to say outside of that and, and that having two people does really like also open up lots of opportunity for mischief beyond just haunting at people so you can sort of set things up where maybe i walked up and untie someone's shoe and then we walk <laughs> by and have them chase after you and trip and fall and, and then a baker will bump into you with a box and, and drop the box or uh you know things like where you can uh get a guy to miss throw darts at a wall by a perfectly timed haunt uh there's a lot of clever humor in this, and that was known, but it just the the co-op aspect really played it up a lot. And going back to the ending, uh, you know, the last area is like a miniature of the entire area you've been in the game so far, and it is you've got a trophy, I think, right? Isn't it a trophy? Uh, you the, got bell. the bell. You got the, the bell. bell. Yeah, you drive a bell, and the whole you take a whole return trip back to where you started in in the woods so you end up going back through all these different sections and it's almost like a boss rush (laughs) of all these different people chasing after you and once you get through each part the people from that area would sort of give up but then you'd have to contend with a new group of people and and dealing with smaller and tighter spaces and uh the the ending is you get back to where you started and toss this bell into a ditch with a bunch of other bells. Mm-hmm. Nothing more cathartic. <laughs> you've been doing this. You've been doing this for days. You've been, you've been terrorizing these people for as long as you can remember. <laughs> I I, didn't I, I like to think of it as a rite of passage for the the geese. I don't think that it's just him. I think it's other geese too that are going on this oh, journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, if you want to make it in the goose game, you got to do this. And that's why there's so many. I I feel like the townspeople would get smarter if it was just the one goose. Mm-hmm. But 
No, this is this is generations of Bell Steelers. That's awesome. Uh, and then you float away into the yeah. the end credits. Yeah. Retreat to the lake. I love it. Yeah, they opened up new challenges past that too, like extra hard challenges. And my my son, of course, went like, "Let's get started," and I said, "Let's take a break." <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to it, but like it, that ending point, it is such an exclamation point that you, you got to give it a rest for a bit, just to go in with fresh set of eyes. Fun, if not chaotic. And then somebody played Exit Eight. I imagine that that is Alex. Uh, did we talk about Exit Eight already, or no? We talked you know, about I, Exit Nine. I okay. thought we talked about it, but I looked through the last couple episodes in the archive, and it's not there in the backlog blog. It, so. I think I told you about it in person. Yeah, yeah maybe well, in chat or something. This looks familiar. Um, Exit Eight is uh, it's. It, it was an indie that came out last year, and it ended up sneaking onto my my game of the year list as like a game that like oh I should someone someone had mentioned we should check it out, and I was like okay well, I'll throw it on there. Apparently it's really short, uh, and what it is is a glorified spot the difference. Uh, so Getty, I believe I don't know if I talked to you about this, but uh, you're in a subway alley, like just like an underground subway hallway. You look there are three posters to your left, two doors on the right. Uh, there's a sign that says exit eight this way. A guy with a briefcase walks past you. You're like, okay, you turn the corner. It says, uh, and then you turn the corner. It says exit zero. Okay. You go turn that corner and it's, uh, the same hallway. Uh, you look and everything looks the same. You move forward, uh, through the hallway. And at the other side, it says exit one. Like, okay. You look through the hall, the next hallway, you're in the same hallway again. Everything looks the same. You go and it says exit two. We're like, oh, okay. But some, one time you look in the hallway and the guy walks past, but he stares at you. And you're like, that's not, that's not correct. So you go <laughs> backwards. And when you turn the corner backwards, like that, you're not, not walking backwards, but you turn around and go the reverse direction. You turn the corner and it says exit two. So the idea is if the hallway is exactly the same, you, you move forward. If there's something different then you go backwards and it's it's just a game where like okay you're like i'm at exit three great and you go to a hallway and you're like this looks exactly the same you walk forward and it says exit zero you're like ah no i missed something something was different there and so some of them are kind of subtle uh it ends up it's it's not a horror game but they the tropes in there by seeing the same experience in such a quiet setting uh, the things that are different are just jarring. So it becomes kind of a horror game when you're just going through the same hallway and all of a sudden that guy turns at you and stares at you. It just feels off because mm. you've set up a normalcy in your brain. And uh, and it's just different things. Sometimes it's like, oh, the eyes are scratched out of this poster. That's not cool. Or But then also sometimes you walk down the hallway and all of a sudden you see uh, a figure painted as the background and you go near it and it starts chasing you and you're like, nope, <laughs> no, no, and you got to run the other way. So sometimes they're really subtle some, and you really got to stare stuff down. Sometimes they're real just like, oh, that's a big, that's a big red flag. And in, in, it, it's, it's a very fun, uh, quick burst game of just trying to figure out how to get, get all the way through to get exit eight. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's really clever. Uh, the other thing is though is that like I don't know how much replayability it has because you're really just like once you kind of know the tells of like okay I have a checklist now of things that I know can be wrong 
uh, they roughly have only like 15 differences. Hmm. So once you've kind of seen them all, you're pretty much like, okay, I, I know I'm going to check here. I'm going to check here. I'm going to check here. I'm going to look down here. Okay. Everything's clear. I'm good to go. So it, it does kind of lose its luster, but I mean, you can, if you do it right, you, it's like a 20 minute experience. But like, if you're stuck in something, like it took me about an hour. Cause I was just, I would, I would, I would miss, I would miss one small detail. And then once I figured it out, I'm like, that's the one I've been missing. Now it's on my checklist. It's up here now. I know to check it, you know, <laughs> it's just stuff like that. Uh, it's very clever. And I think that it's something that's, uh, more people should check out for what, like $3. Yeah. That's four bucks. Four bucks. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's really clever. It does what it does, what it does very effectively. Just having the no audio, just, just ambient sounds of echoes as you're walking and then all of a sudden one thing is just different it just pro- it provides this perfect kind of horror atmosphere without being horrifying okay you know like you walk down the hallway and you turn the corner and all of a sudden the uh one of the vents is bleeding and you're like oh yeah that's not oh, not again <laughs> I hate it when but my yeah God. you turn the hallway a second time and you're like the vents bleeding again man and that's what i mean is that like it it could be horrifying it could be not uh, but it does like a, an effective use of very minimal like assets. They, like this, this is made probably with this. You know, how long would it take to make this video game? Right, probably not very long, because you have all the assets. You have all this. You know, you only need this much space. It's very short. You know, just make an alteration that's a randomized number generator that will automatically change one asset or two. Boom, and uh, I think. This is some like you know it's it, the idea of vampire survivors, right? Very minimal, but uh, they do a lot, and it becomes very effective. So I think that Exit Eight is very good. All right, thank you for telling us about Exit Eight. You know what that means? We're gonna move on to the last segment of the night. One last thing. And this week's one last thing is brought to you by more layoffs. And you get a severance package. And you get a severance package. Or maybe you don't. Everybody gets a severance package. Everybody's fired. Get out of here. It's a little dark. I demand a week's pay for every year I've been employed. We mm. never hired you, you've so... Been, you've been employed for six months. <laughs> oh... Get two days. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Cut All right. it out. My one last thing. Um, Baldur's Gate 3. Alex, your turn. <laughs> End of list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, got, I'm working on a couple of reviews here and there, but uh, otherwise I'm just uh, hanging out, enjoying my time. I will say that um, for Christmas I got Beth uh, Pokemon Snap, the new nice. one. And uh, it's it's funnier. I'm playing it. I'm quote unquote playing it with her, but I'm also I'm mostly just like kind of watching and experiencing Pokemon in that kind of setting. And uh, it's funnier. She's actually getting very stressed out because every time I'm like, no, look at that one. No, wait, no, no, go to the right. No, no, this one right. Oh, no, 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 you're missing it. Oh, that one's so cool. Look at him. He's flexing at you. Oh, he's flexing on us. Oh, bet take a photo of him flexing on us. You know, it's like I'm, I'm very <laughs> hard. I'm, I'm having to like fight the urge to backseat. Guys, Pokemon Snap. Uh, Pokemon Snap. If you have never gone to a comic book convention with Alex, that's the experience right there. You need to go with him because he's like, "Oh man, look, is that Booster Gold? Oh no way, Blue Beetle. Oh, somebody's dressed up as a, a gender swapped Superman. Oh, oh, look at this Godzilla, man. What is Godzilla <laughs> doing here? It's just 
all over the place. Like, oh, Iron Man! Oh, his helmet comes up! <laughs> yeah, Bethany's like, why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling, I'm just excited. I've seen Alex chase down people to get pictures of them. It is it is great. That is that is the experience. All right. Thank you for that. Joel? So there is currently a, uh, a current sale going on in Steam. It's the Capitalism and Economy Fest mm. going on from the 8th to the 15th. So uh, mm. hmm, I'm seeing some decent discount here, guys. Hey, uh, what are we looking at? Let's see. Uh, how about at? Anno 1800? Oh, I hear good things. Okay. Uh, city styling. I should go for a city sim. I don't know how I feel about that, though. Tropico. Let me see what else. Tropico 6. I hear good things about that as well. I've got multiple of those for free. Yeah. PS, PlayStation. How about... Is Not Tonight 2 on there? I'm waiting for that one. Not Tonight 2. I don't see it on there. Yeah, I know. It's been on my wish list for a bit. No, it's not on sale. It's not It's not economic enough. Nope. It's plenty capitalism, enough, just not economic enough. I mean, Jurassic World Revolution, Evolution. Get yourself some Monopoly. Is that like uh, build your own Jurassic <clears throat> Park? Yep. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Hmm. Definitely not fried chicken looks okay. All right. Well, anyway, look forward to future coverage of one of these. So, ooh, oh, Don Duality's on there. Oh, oh yeah, man, no, no, definitely, no. I think the winner for me is definitely not fried chicken, where you're in charge of a, like a. It might as well be just Tyson chicken. <laughs> no, we don't Throw use your drug trade through legitimate fronts by managing both sides. We of the don't business. use that word here. Oh, that. Uh, oh, so it's so it's dr- it's drug trade. But through like you're, it's a front, uh-huh. it's a front. So you're making you're making fronts for your business. Definitely not is, fried is, chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, I'm kind of I'm kind of like hovering over the button mm-hmm. on this one. All right, well you can hover over it, but Alec, take us home. As soon as I can figure out which timeline's the right one to be in, Messenger is getting to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's trippy. At times, you really have to figure out where to go on the map so that you can go forward or backward. And yes. sometimes I would like go back too far and then not be able to go where I wanted to. That, Getty. that time hop is wild. It is wild and it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I think I might just look up uh, uh, a fact... Yeah, and yep. be like, okay, where am I actually supposed to be going now that I have free reign? Alec, there is no, there is no, there's no shame in that. Have you revisited where you battled the ogres? No, I haven't yet. Do that. Okay. That's another, that's a now, place where the time hop makes it fun. Now, I don't mean to interject here. Uh, but first off, uh, Joel, D- Dwarf Romantique is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, but Getty, Max Gentleman, Sexy Business, exclamation point. Is that one of these games? The premier Victorian business tycoon and dating sim. Your no. family business has been stolen from you. Forge sexy partnership is in the sheets. 
while crushing rival companies in the streets. Become England's largest monopoly. Max Gentleman Sexy Business. That is a title. And hovering over the button. Kenny, this is your game. This is your type of game. I don't see this game. Do I have to, like, type it in? I could send you the link. No, don't do that. I was just going to type in Max Gentleman. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Ooh, there's an uncensored DLC. Get us out of here, please. (laughs) No, it's too late. You can't unsee that. I'm just looking at all the games. Stoinks 9800. Yep. Okay. Let me try and navigate back so that I can look everybody in the eyes. Honey, I joined a cult. Ooh. These are good games, man. This is going to be. Oh, this is an indie or outie. This is an indie or outie waiting to happen. Yep. Okay. Well, maybe we'll have some fun in a later episode. But until then, that'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on X formerly Twitter, at SuperGGRadio and Twitch.tv slash SuperGGRadio, where my fellow podcasters are bums. Yep. So, (laughs) Thursdays is podcast night. Joel, Mondays, you're still... the bad guy. Uh, I I did get through a decent chunk of Disco Elysium last time, so I... You're, like, doubling my time in that game. It's gonna happen. in hours or years, because I feel like I've technically been streaming this for over a year. <laughs> it's you just need to just not stop until you beat it. You'll get there. So I should play no, it off get... stream then. No, on okay. stream. But just keep going. Okay. I I put it into two and a half Monday. As as the kids say, can't stop, won't stop. They do say that. But they also say Riz. So yeah, Riz, they do. Cap, no cap. No, that's been an old thing. It it's floating around at uh, Kelly's school now. Oh yeah, because it's rap is done. Yeah, it, it's filtered downstream. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you must become a lich. Man, there's a lot of good games. Alex, Monster Hunter? Oh yeah, I'm back on the Monster Hunter Rise chain. I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll do some Skater XL. I don't know, maybe I'll just like, you know, I'll just start up. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise just to see where I'm at and I'm like oh man this is good this is good stuff where I'm at I'm gonna keep going I just started playing it off duty and like off of the stream and I was like okay yeah I could play this on stream I could play this and and what night is that I put it on the thing it's a Wednesday okay just making sure you used to have Tuesdays Wednesdays Uh, Mondays Fridays I'm all over the map you can't pin me down You've been streaming all over the place. Yeah. Do you, does your family know where you've been? Kinda. All right. Sometimes. Good. They, they, it's a need to know basis. <laughs> and they don't need to know. They don't need to know. Only that you come back itchy. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. And provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening, and good game, Alex. Shout out to Fidget Spinner RPG. Now on sale for $2.59. Good game, Joel. Good game. Good game, Alec. GG. That's not a sock. <laughs>